Welcome to a very special bonus episode of This Guy Are Sick. It's just me, Sam, today on my own. Uh, hence it being a bonus episode. Four episodes will still come, obviously. But this is going to be a spoiler-full Spider-Man Far From Home review. And I'll get right off the bat, I didn't like it. I'll say that now. I didn't like it. And I'm going to tell you why I didn't like it. So the whole premise of this film was that it's the fallout a couple of weeks after the funeral of Tony Stark. And big part of the fallout of it is that, you know, the world is trying to move on. They are going on this European vacation. Peter Parker has lost his spidey sense. He can't use it. He's got like some sort of post-traumatic stress from that and he, he, he seems to have lost his, his spidey sense which they which they name the Peter Tingle in this and and it, and it's like a sort of knob joke don't call it a Peter Tingle but they overuse it like you get said like way too many times it's funny the first time that Aunt May says it to him um, and one thing I started noticing was during this film just how many people know he is Spider-Man because in the comics he does his best to hide being Spider-Man from the people he loves because he knows what will happen to the people he loves if they know he's Spider-Man but in this film you know his, his, his little fat Samoan friend knows which he knew in the first one Happy knows Aunt May knows MJ knows like all these fucking people know and they do a lot of him with a, in the spider suit without his mask on. There's a lot of that, right? Where he's just blasé in Europe, um, doing spider shit, going to a bar with the mask off in the suit. Like, they do loads of this stuff. And all right, it's the black noir suit that he's wearing. But they do a lot of it. And it's just like, and this is my problem with the X-Men franchise with Mystique. Because they got Jennifer Lawrence, they want her not to be covered in makeup the whole fucking time because she's a star they want you to be able to see her face this has been something that's gone on in a lot of superhero movies where they want you to see the face of the star so they change it let's look at captain america for example they soon got rid of the fucking helmet on captain america they you know they just got rid of that and it's because they you know it's because chris evans is a star they want you to see him the comedy in this film is not very good either I would say, think something like uh, American Pie. Yeah. Make that PG so you can't be too rude because obviously kids can't watch it. And then, like, also take out any kind of stuff that would be culturally inappropriate now because the jokes cannot be offending any social justice warrior types. And you get the comedy in this film. It's just fucking baseless it's it's not sarcastic it's got like zero um thought behind it it's like the fart joke comedy that really has no place in these sort of you know in these films and yeah they wanted it to be light-hearted after after endgame yeah they wanted it to sort of be the final chapter in the mcu arc in this phase but again it is literally like any european road trip spring break spring break movie if you take that 
a teenage movie with people. They want to escape. They want to fall in love. They want to get alone time together. But oh no, they can't because he's Spider-Man and he needs to keep escaping all the time. And he needs to solve these problems. And it's just like the joke gets old because every fucking city they go to, something happens. And he has to run away from MJ and he has to run away and hide from his friends. But they overdo it. Like every single city they go to throughout the entire fucking film, something bad happens. The other thing is Mysterio. Mysterio as the villain. If you know anything about Mysterio, you know exactly what you're going to get from him. And you get exactly what you expect from Mysterio other than he's not an actor. He's an ex-Stark scientist. So if you know anything about Mysterio and all this multiverse shit they fucking teased in the trailer, don't buy into any of it because he is a con man and he is a, he uses stunts and he uses Stark tech to pretend there's creatures there. This is exactly what he does in the fucking... Well, his special effects in the comics and he's an actor or a failed actor or director, or whatever the fuck he is, it's been a lot, he's one of the villains I don't really like that much, but it's been a long time since I've read anything about Mysterio, and <clears throat> anyone who watched those trailers and thought, oh, if he's from another world, they, uh, another Earth, they might be doing something different with Mysterio this time, which would be really cool, and, you know, if there are multiverses, maybe this is how you could bring the X-Men in, maybe this is, they do none of that, if you've got your hopes up for that, they do fucking none of it, all right? zero zero nothing nada if that's what you want to go see this film for save your fucking time if you don't mind hearing the spoilers that i'm putting in here save your fucking time right because it's it's not that and it won't be that and that's not what they're teasing for the next phase so the gist of the film is mysterio has lied to nick fury and we'll get to that <clears throat> about this other world that um, has been destroyed by these elementals. And the elementals are now here on 616, Earth 616. And they are going to destroy the world unless Mysterio stops them. Tony Stark left in his will these Edith glasses that allow Peter to be able to like control Stark tech and whatever else from the glasses. He was left to him. Stark has chosen Peter as the, the leader of the Avengers going forward. You are now the leader of the Avengers. Spider-Man is the leader of the Avengers as far as Tony Stark's concerned. <clears throat> Mysterio, being an ex-Stark member, wants to get control of these glasses because then he'll be able to do whatever he wants because there's like a fucking AI and a program and all this stuff involved in it. It can hack software, can read people's messages. It's like... Um, the super, super spyware big brother kit, right, that he's got. And during this stuff, they, they battle against these elementals together. <clears throat> and then Peter says, look, I shouldn't be the leader of the Avengers. I'm not a hero. Mysterio, you're the hero. Gives him the glasses, transfers the power over to him. And then they find out that Mysterio's lying and it's all been an act. And uh, MJ finds out Peter Parker's Spider-Man, which we saw in the fucking trailer. So we knew this shit. We knew she finds out he's Spider-Man in the trailer. They ruined that. That's not even debatable, right, at this point. So he has to admit it to her. And um, he does. 
and they, they fall in love and they've, they've liked each other in the background for all this time and they've finally admitted it and they have a kiss and whatever else. And basically now he has to tell Fury that he is, that, that Mysterio's a lie. He tells him that. Uh, Mysterio does some sort of uh, Inception style. Uh, this was the only cool scene in it is the bit where Spider-Man is infected by Mysterio's uh, powers where he's using the special effects to trick him. It's the only bit in the, scene, in, in the entire film that I genuinely liked where he's fighting against the zombie Tony Stark, where he's like, you know, fighting against the Spider-Man himself as Spider-Man where like, they're flicking things around. It would have been a great point in it for, for them to put in a little bit about Uncle Ben because we know that is canon in this, but we've never seen it because they don't want to do the origin again. But they could have had Uncle Ben's grave when they seized Tony Stark's grave, just as a little nod. They didn't do that, but it was the best scene in the film. Then Spider-Man loses to Mysterio, gets picked up by Happy. Happy says, well, you've got Stark tech. So Spider-Man, you know, so Peter designs his own suit with Stark tech on this plane ride to London. He gets himself another suit, another fucking Spider-Man suit, obviously. Goes into battle with Mysterio and wins. And that's the film. And the the film is not very good. It's, it's fucking a waste of time. It's possibly the worst, one of the worst Spider-Man films. Definitely not one of the worst MCU movies, for certain. Because it's just it's just outright the humor didn't make me laugh, and I'm in a cinema right full of children and uh, teenagers, and they weren't fucking laughing either. The only bits they were laughing at were the lines with him and MJ, or where he's like being awkward and geeky and oh, uh, uh. but it's like they overdo it. It, it. They overdo how awkward they both are. But the one thing for me as a Spider-Man fan is my number one hero. This is the comic I've read the most of. My my Marvel staples in things are Spider-Man and X-Men. That's where my fucking heart is. But Spider-Man is my favourite fucking hero. My house is full of Spider-Man fucking gear. I love fucking I love Spider-Man, right? One thing I liked about Spider-Man, and I've always liked about Peter Parker, is no matter how nerdy nerdy he was and awkward he was as himself. When he put the mask on, he was filled with confidence. He was filled with with smarm and sarcasm. And they fucking removed that. He is just as awkward as Spider-Man as he is as Peter Parker in this. And the whole thing is like, how obvious is he Peter? How obvious is it that Peter Parker Spider-Man? And how many people are going to find out because it's so fucking obvious. And they play all this stuff on it. So then we get to the end, the mid-roll credits scene. And uh, the end of the film is he takes Mary Jane for a ride around New York uh, as Spider-Man swinging around. And she's like, I'm never fucking doing that again. She's screaming. She shits herself. She fucking hates it, which is, which, is, which is funny. That part's funny because obviously when Peter Parker does that in Spider-Man, all the women fucking love it because it's like, it's like, oh, I'm dating Spider-Man and I can swing around. And do it. It's a bit similar to Superman doing it with Lois. But in this... Her reaction is legitimate. No, this is fucking scary. You're swinging around the rooftops, you know, miles in the sky. And, and it's that bit's quite funny. I'll give them that. Um, end credits, or the mid-roll credits scene. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson, which is the same James Jonah Jameson that we saw in the original Spider-Man trilogy, played by the phenomenal 
J.K. Simmons, who for me, I always see him uh, as being in Oz, as uh, Schillinger, the fucking leader of the Nazis. I, I never get that out of my head. But he, he was a fantastic J. Jonah Jameson. He's back. He appears on the screen in Times Square saying the Daily Bugle want to bring to you. And he's more like, um, like a Young Turk-style uh, YouTube-y host thing they're doing with him, which they've taken directly from the, the Spider-Man uh, video game on the PS4, where he's like a, an online blogger who's been filed from the Daily Bugle. In this, in this film, the Daily Bugle is still a newspaper, but it has this like TV show online presence, and he's the host of it. He sits behind a desk, and he does his Alex Jones, and he does his, you know, that kind of thing. And he says, we've got video footage from London, and the video footage is a doctored take that Mysterio must have made while the stuff was going on that shows Spider-Man as the villain in um, the scenario that, that the drones that were doing the tech uh, to create the fucking elementals belong to Spider-Man. And then Spider-Man murders, uh, murders Mysterio in this video footage. Then... J. Jonah Jameson on the big screen outs Spider-Man as Peter Parker with a picture of his face and says that this is Spider-Man. Spider-Man is Peter Parker, tells the whole fucking world that he's Peter Parker and that's that's where that bit ends, right? With him being fucking outed. So I'm like, people were, people were getting excited over that and I wasn't and I'll tell you why I wasn't excited over that. Because... Now what? Like, fuck it. Like, you know, for me, the biggest thing, one of the biggest things I love about fucking Spider-Man is him having to juggle his life and juggle the the, the suit, yeah? That he doesn't want people to fucking know he is because he doesn't want to put him in danger. But now, they've, like, done away with that and everyone fucking knows he's Spider-Man. He's 100% outed by everyone, uh, to everyone, and... That's the end. That's that's the end. Like so, they're setting up what some sort of what, right? You know what are they setting up here with this? Spider Man being enemy number one. Are they, like, is that where they're going with this? A bit early for that stuff. A bit early for mercenaries to be coming after Spider Man and try and hunt him down. Unless it's like you know a way of bringing the Punisher in or whatever. Like I don't know. But then you get your next screen, which is. Um, the scrolls were actually the shield agents. Uh, Nick Fury was never there and was never involved in this story. It was the scrolls all along. Uh, they phone up Fury and they tell him how it went. And Fury's on the phone in a spaceship, and he's uh, a spaceship surrounded by scrolls. And he says, "Well, I would have known he was lying all along." Like he says that sort of thing. Like Mysterio was lying all along. I would have guessed that. Puts it down. Gets up and walks off. Stands on this spaceship. Spaceship's fucking floating in the middle of nowhere. No one knows where it is. And that's the end. That's the end of it. Like, that's the final credit screen. Uh, final end credit scene. So, are they setting up the uh, the invasion? The secret invasion with the scrolls? Maybe. Are they showing you that maybe more than one of these heroes, which has always been kind of teased anyway, like it's, it's always been a big thing with the scrolls that some people aren't who they say they are. But the whole fucking exercise of like the whole movie just kind of went, oh, right. So that wasn't even that wasn't even Fury in this film. 
it, it was a scroll. So, like, what? Like, it just seems pointless. Like, the whole movie, you could skip it. You could miss this, and it's not going to have any fucking bearing on your enjoyment of the MCU. It People saying, it sets up what's next. What does it set up? Spider-Man being ounced by, you know, like, what? Like, why is that a good story to go into? That, it just seems like a fucking mess now, because... You've got someone who's been outed as Spider-Man, for, and that's where they're gonna go, they're gonna have to do that as the next film. You already know what the next film's gonna be, but then what happens after it? You can't erase people's minds. So now we're gonna have an outed Spider-Man. That that's that's it. That's where we're going. He's not gonna be able to turn back time and stop that from fucking happening. He is now known. So high schooler Peter Parker, not adult Peter Parker, has been outed to the world that he's spider-man and that is where they're going next and the problem with the film is that it relies so heavily on those high school elements that if you took them out that the film is bare bones minimal there's not much going on and those high school elements aren't that good because the problem with it is marvel being disney they're too pc to be able to make an edgier high school content they're too low in their ratings to be able to move into 13 Reasons Why territory and actually make the story. And I'm not saying that's perfect. The first season's pretty good. The rest is not so good. But you've got like this point now where you've moved into like high school comedy from like the 80s and 90s, which is dated and shit. And you're using that now and it's not very funny. You're now getting an outed Peter Parker, so that stuff's going to have to kind of go on the back burner, which I'm happy about. Or is it? Or is it going to be the high schoolers saying, but we know Peter and he's great. Like, like what? It it just looks, it looks like a fucking mess. And the film itself just isn't that good. Like, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes, it's like a 98% score. And it's like, you guys who, who review on Rotten Tomatoes need to have a fucking look at yourself and stop and get out of the ass of it like they say things like there was one saying this is the closest to the matrix marvel have ever got where where was this close to the fucking matrix how in the fuck have you got to that point that this is close to this it's nothing like the fucking matrix there is a political story in it to some degree and the political story is don't trust everything you hear on the news which i'm fucking sick of hearing I'm sick of hearing fake news. I'm sick of fucking seeing um, directors and movie writers mention that shit now because it's done to death. It's almost it's a fucking meme. It's a joke. It, it it it's dumb. But that's basically what the gist of the film is. Some people are lying to you. Look, Mysterio was lying to you, Peter. The news is lying, and they're saying you killed someone. And and the the jibes in it are all that the news and the media is bad the whole way through the film and look when you get to the end it wasn't even nick fury you've been lied to it was the scrolls doing it like come on you've is that your one fucking thing you've got nothing else better to put in this film than that you couldn't have had you couldn't have tricked everyone and had mysterio actually be a hero and not be the villain you, you couldn't have thrown that trick in there you had to make him the same mysterio that that we know from the comics you have to use basically verbatim the fucking exact stories that we see with Mysterio after showing us he was in the film you didn't try and hide that Mysterio was in the film it's just 
the whole thing is is just it's very obvious there's no twists and shocks and turns um, unless you count the scrolls thing as a shock but i i don't because they've hinted it it's been said you know there's been multiple articles about secret scrolls being in the films in the past so for them to do that directly after endgame you know when that was kind of the gist of captain marvel which was the one before endgame they didn't they didn't long it out they didn't like you know the film's trash honestly it, it's 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 not spider-man i mean it's not um iron man 2 or 3 it's not dark world but it's not great like you know it's it's not going to fucking challenge winter soldier it's not going to challenge the end game or infinity war it's not it's not going to come anywhere near them it's not better than the first iron man it's not better than any of the others really but it might be better than that shitty hulk film that they made but it's not great it's just a, a subpar superhero flick that's dressed up in a teen european vacation film and if you like teen Euro european vacation films you'll fucking love it but you're not going to get you're not going to get the level of humor you expect in those films you're not going to get you know the innuendo and the you're not going to get any of that you're going to get you know pretty in pink the breakfast club style romance but without any of that 80s coolness or edge and you're going to get comedy that doesn't even make children laugh because they weren't laughing at the film they didn't find it funny there was a few there was a few jokes in it that made me laugh you know the one about there was a joke in it that um peter says to happy how do i know it's you and you're not fake right and happy goes what do you mean he's like answer tell me something that only you would know and he goes do you remember that time when we stayed in the hotel and you ordered a film and I knew it was an adult movie because of the price and you wanted to know how I'd known about it. And Peter goes, stop, 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 stop. Right. That bit was quite funny because it's like, you know, teenage boys ordering porn movies on the TV at the hotel. And that's, that's funny. Right. But again, like that's, that's, that's as far as the humor goes in terms of like being slightly adult. And I know it's a younger cast. I know it's, um it, it but again the humor just wasn't there it didn't hold up throughout the film the jokes were lame the jokes weren't funny i can't even remember any you know the majority of the jokes because they were that bad that i was eye rolling and so was everyone else in, in the fucking cinema people were actually having conversations during the film it was starting to piss me off people were sort of going uh, like you know because it wasn't holding their attention and at the cinema a movie should be holding your attention and this simply wasn't People just weren't having a good time. And I don't know if that's going to be... I think some people are just going to say that Marvel make brilliant movies and leave it at that. I think some people are going to be on its nutsack because they're dumb. Um, but, you know, this is a movie made for the Monster Energy drink and iPad generation that play Fortnite. This is what this film's for. It's not for anyone other than that. And it's not good, it, you know, it, it's not good in any way because those things that I just mentioned aren't fucking good. But this is what this is what it's made for and maybe they'll find it funny. But it's not even, but even the jokes in it are not even fucking culturally relevant. Like, it's not even like you could even say that it stands in its time period 
and the jokes are very current or it mentions very current things. In fact, it doesn't. It doesn't mention anything. And like the scenes, like, I don't know, it just seems so shit. Like, honestly, I'm not just saying this to back, like I fucking wanted to like this film, you know, and I'm disappointed by it. But like, let's put it this way. They go to Germany, for example, and there are people wearing fucking lederhosen. Like, it, 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 you know, and it's like, that's where they are. Then they go to Holland and they, there's these overly friendly people. And, you know, they, then they've got these weird accents and they're sitting... That sounded Welsh. My, my accent sounded Welsh, but it wasn't meant to. And they're all wearing football shirts and there's flowers growing in all the fields. And it's like, what the fuck? Like... That Europe doesn't look like this. They go to Prague and it just so happens there's a big festival on and everyone's walking around in Mardi Gras masks and they go to London and everyone's like, oh, up, governor. Like it, the whole fucking film is like a postcard from each place. Yeah, it, and Marvel has not done that. It, it's always kind of tried to stay away from those fucking cliches of how the world looks, right? We've seen Thor movies where they're in fucking London. And why is it that Thor, when he's in London, doesn't look like Spider-Man when he's in London? Where's the fucking continuity there? Like, why is it now become, like, a kid's version, a Disney version of London is what it's become. It's like London in the fucking Minions movie. That's what they've done with it. And it's, it, it's like, why all of a sudden? Like, they go on this trip around fucking Europe and... Every Venice, right? Like the whole fucking thing is like is like a bad joke. Like every place they go to is like a fake version of what those places are like. Like an overly fake version of what those places are like. And I know because it's fiction. They can do whatever they like. Don't get me wrong. They can change things. But it hasn't been, you know, we've seen other places in the world in these movies. We've been to Europe. We've been to different parts of America. We've been to London. We've been to Scotland as well, In you know, with uh, Vision moving to Scotland with Scarlet Witch. We've seen these places, and yet, and they've always been done as they look, and now suddenly we've moved into, you know, a Disney Pixar world where things look comical and silly and bright colours and... And I'm not saying we shouldn't have bright colours in movies. I'm not saying that. But why all of a sudden have we moved from realism and areas looking like they actually look in real life to areas now being full of balloons going across the screen and people in funny hats? And like, what what the fuck is this? It's like, it, it, it's like they've suddenly lost the fucking plot and they don't know what they're doing. And I've got a feeling with this Spider-Man film, they they made this for children. They have not made this for the Marvel audience, which is between children to children to adults, which all their films try and layer in that sort of children to adult demographic, right? So they've always gone, we need to get kids involved, we want to not bore adults, and we want teenagers to like it. They've always thought that, but now suddenly with this Spider-Man film, they've done what they've done with Star Wars. Like they've They've aimed it low. They've aimed it at kids and at kids only. It's like they've gone, we've done all this stuff. We've got, you know, 20 odd fucking films out. We've got a narrative. We've got how it looks. We, we've got continuity. And in this Spider-Man film, we're throwing all that fucking continuity away. And we're going, 
dumb and we're going stupid and we're going colourful and we're going, right, what's in London? What are English people like? Well, they all need to be drinking tea. They all need to be wearing top hats. Um, what else do we need in there? Right, well, we need to have royal guards bowling around the street. They're big fuck. Like, it, it's like they've, it's just a joke. It's like we need a big double-decker bus, which you don't fucking see many of them anymore, but we need one of them. Like, it's like, this is what London looks like to a child who's never been to London. Like, this is that's what they've done with it. And it's the same with the other places they go. I was sick of it the minute they arrived in Venice. I was like, oh, my fucking God. Venice does not look like this. It does not look like this. Like, you can go and play fucking video games that are set in Venice and they've got more realism in that than this fucking film has. Like, it's all nice boats, nice, like, like everything's old and, like, oh, there's loving people around. And it it's it doesn't look like, that's like a, po- it's like a postcard, photoshopped, um, a photoshopped postcard that's also been run through a fucking Instagram filter version of Venice with every cliche and every stereotype you can think of thrown in. Every town and city they go to throughout the entire fucking film is that. It's the glossed, photoshopped, Instagram filtered version of what that town would be like if it was drawn by a child. It, it, and and I got sick of it very, very quickly. It didn't grab my attention. It didn't make me go, this is good. Oh, this looks like that. It just made me go, this is shit. This is cliche. This reminds me of like, one, it reminds me of Austin Powers, but in Austin Powers, that was a fucking joke. It's not meant to be a joke in this. It's presented as this is where they've gone and this is what it's like. You know, the movie's got a 12A rating in the UK, which is for te- is like the teen rating for us. It's like, uh, I think you call it maybe PG-13 in America. They can go edgier with, it, with that rating. They can't go what they would with a 15 rating in the UK or with an 18, which would be an R rating to Americans but they can go a little bit darker and a little bit edgier with a 12A rated film you know if you look at The Hunger Games for example when that came out they they cut out 7 seconds of that film to achieve a 12A rating in the UK so they could get more people to go see it 7 seconds so something in that 7 seconds was just enough to bump it down Hunger Games is quite an edgy dark film for children and teenagers to be watching in reality right spider-man isn't spider-man is like watching disney's cars now i'm not saying there's anything wrong with disney's cars but you know what you're getting from disney's cars you know what you're getting from it you know what it's for spider-man on the other hand presents itself through its trailers presents itself through the history we've had with the mcu as one thing and then it gives you disney's cars but it tries to lie to you about it, you know? And it's like, I can't understand why this movie is getting such high praise from people on Rotten Tomatoes outside that that's just a shill page now. Ever since they took away the don't want to see it rating and started blocking reviews, the, the you know, they've, they've ended up with just being just another shitty fucking review page that likes everything. This is my issue with uh, things like Nerdist, 
and IGN and Kotaku, they 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 like to they say positive shit about everything. They say, "Oh, I can't wait to get on board with this." Oh, they've made the character they've, they've gender swapped the character. How brilliant is this? Oh, they've race swapped the character. How fucking amazing. Look how awesome this casting for Cowboy Bebop is. When we all look at it and go, it's trash. They do this shit over and over and over and fucking lie to you and they're not honest to you. And if you want honest opinions, listen to this podcast. If you want honest opinions, listen to what we've got to say. You know, we are working on launching um, something bigger than just a podcast. We are looking at um, launching something called 8-Bit Snake Pit, which is going to be a collective effort of writers and reviews and game reviews and movie reviews. We are looking towards something like that, where you're going to get this unbiased, unpaid for, you know, supported purely by Patreon, supported purely by the readers and listeners um, website, because you're not going to get this from anywhere else because they all fucking lie to you. Like even the most top review sites are just full of people being paid by corporations to leave them good reviews now. And they do nothing about it. Honestly, they should call it Spider-Man Stay at Home, wait for this thing to come out on Blu-ray or digital release and watch it then. We've got, we got over a year now until another Marvel movie. There ain't another one, yeah? So wait, just, just hold off and wait. Don't give these fuckers your money to see this shit film. It's not very good. You, and I'm telling you now, it's it's not good. So if you if you listen to this and you're listening to it anyway, despite there being spoilers, then uh thanks for thanks for listening and hopefully I've saved you fucking time. You've had me talk for 30 minutes instead of wasting two hours fifteen seeing this shit film. And if you have seen it and you disagree with me, let us know. Tell us tell us why you disagree. Tell me tell me where I've said something wrong and I've misrepresented this movie. It's simply not fun. So thanks for listening again. This is a little bonus episode. I hope, I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode also. Uh, back to normal. You've got two episodes this week. So thanks for that. Cheers. <laughs>